Good evening, and it's great to be back with you after a few days uh, being away. Um, <clears throat> as always, uh, life is hectic and busy and crazy, and uh, as always, I just apologize. Uh, I was really looking forward to teaching this lesson on Tuesday night. Uh, I just didn't feel very well. Um, and then last night with church and prayer meeting, I just did not get to a place where I could get uh, the devotion done. Uh, that's my fault. Should have uh, videoed it earlier, like I am doing tonight and sharing it. But uh, it is what it is. And so I want to apologize and thank you for uh, being understanding. I'm going to try to get the video for tomorrow night recorded uh, tomorrow at some point because uh, we'll be traveling most likely up north for work. And so, uh, as always, I just want to thank you for watching and for uh, being understanding. Excuse me. Um, if you remember when we were together on Monday night, Solomon had came to a place where uh, one of the most famous interactions in the Old Testament, he was offering uh, burnt offerings and sacrifices to the Lord. And the Lord comes to him at Gibeon and in a dream and said, ask, what shall I give you? And if you've studied your Bible, you know that he gives him the ability to judge good from evil. And I think this is very important in our lives as we try to know how to make sense in a world that has just went upside down. And when you watch the news, you talk to people, you read Facebook, you just step back and think, what has happened? <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. But what does Solomon ask for and why tonight? And tonight I want you to know that you can have that same heart and ask for the same thing. Starting in verse 6, And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart with you. If you see tonight, the first thing that I want to show you is, is you have to be humble. If you want God to really use you, you have to stop thinking that you're in charge. You have to stop thinking that it's all about you. It's all about me. What I want, what I think, what I feel. I earned this. I deserve this. Now, Solomon says you have shown great mercy. Mercy. Great kindness. You see, this is very important because many times we get to a point where we think God owes us something. Or that God can't make it without us. And friends, that's just not the case. God is good to us. God is merciful to us. You say, oh, Jake, I don't know about that. I've been through a really rough patch in my life. We've been in a really rough patch in our marriage. We've really struggled um, in different areas. But friends, you are always better than you deserve. God always is better to us than we deserve. And so he just starts out by saying that. 
But he goes on and says, you have continued this great kindness for him and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. <clears throat> Solomon says, not only God, everything I have is because you're merciful that you have established my blessings. You see, not giving us what we deserve is one thing. Not getting hell and judgment and the wrath of God. But on top of that, God blesses us with his grace. And so Solomon is just saying, not only have you been good to us, you have established me on the throne. You have put me in a place where I can be used. You're putting me in a place where I can serve. I can make a difference. And tonight, I really hope that you feel that way. As a pastor, I I know without a shadow of a doubt that the moment the Lord is done with me, then he will do something different. Uh, this is not my church. It's not my pulpit. It's not my, it's his church. It's, it's his ministry. And so I have to be reminded, God, I'm thankful, one, that I've been forgiven, that I'm on my way to heaven. But God, I'm thankful not just for what I have not received, but what I have received. And so tonight, I really hope that you'll think about that in your relationship with the Lord. Not only what God has spared you from, but how God has blessed you. Goes on in verse 7. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to come out or go in. He is admitting that he is not enough. And tonight I really want you to know something, that all of us have needs in our life. Some of us have emotional needs. Some of us have spiritual needs. Some of us have physical needs. And what Solomon is just telling God is, I have a need. That's why the Bible says you have not because you ask not. We are to bring our requests to the Lord, our needs. You say, Jake, I'm struggling with forgiving somebody. Take it to the Lord. You say, Jake, I'm struggling with a decision for my future. Take it to the Lord. You say, Jake, I'm struggling with a situation at home. Take it to the Lord. Goes on in verse eight and says, and your servant is the midst of your people whom you have chosen a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. He again not only says what his need is, but he is reminding God that what he is asking for is for God's people. It's for the people that God loves. And that's why the Bible says that if you ask anything according to his will, that he will do it. You see, we have got to get back to a place where God, I need you. God, I'm thankful for you. God, I want to do what you want for me. God, I want to be the husband, the wife, the pastor, the friend, the coworker. God, that is used by you for your glory. And then finally, we see what he asks for specifically. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? What he's saying is here is he's asking really for a, a listening heart, for a heart that can be led 
with wisdom as he leads the people of God. And as a parent, as a spouse, as a leader, as a pastor, that should be our desire. God, let me be teachable. Lord, let me be moldable. God, teach me to be a listener for the things that you want me to listen to. Because what he says here is, no one can do this, God, on their own. But you can. And tonight as you watch the news and you think, oh my goodness gracious, what has happened? Remember the only hope that we have is the Lord. As you raise your children and grandchildren and you think about the world, that they're being raised yet, excuse me, seems impossible for them to be on track and stay the course. But with the Lord, it's possible. At prayer meeting last night, someone brought up the fact that they were at a card shop buying uh, wedding anniversary cards. And the person said they don't get very many 50-year cards in anymore for people to give out because most people just don't make it that long. And in this world, you might be thinking, and I don't think my marriage can make it. With him, it can. And so tonight, whatever your need is, whatever your struggle is, whatever you're facing, know that Jesus is the answer. He will lead you, guide you, direct you through his spirit. And tonight, he wants to hear from you. So tonight, as you go to bed, as you pray, as you wake up tomorrow, or today, whenever you're listening to this, seek him humbly. Be honest with your need and be willing to be led the way he wants you to go. And I promise you will not be disappointed in the faithfulness of God. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I pray that the Lord would bless you in an amazing way.